I'm Chris Gardner of the Houston Round Ball Review, speaking with Rice Owls women's basketball head coach, Lindsay Edmonds. Coach, thank you, as always, for taking time to talk to me. How are you today? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Thank you for taking the time out to uh, chat with me. It's always good to catch up. You announced, the team announced an addition last week, a transfer. Just uh, share some info on her. Yeah, uh, we're really excited about Susie. Um, Susie's coming from Samford uh, University uh, down in uh, Alabama, uh, originally from Georgia. Uh, Georgia's been really good to us uh, in recruiting. Uh, and we had some connections uh, to, you know, from Malia knowing her as well. So that kind of got us in a little bit with her. Um, just really excited about uh, her size and her ability to put the ball in the basket. Uh, at 6'3", uh, she averaged uh, I think like 12 and five, 11 and five uh, at Sanford and um, made all freshman, all freshman team as a freshman, made all conference uh, as a sophomore. So uh, just really excited about the depth uh, and the size that she can add to our, our center position. Uh, not only is she a great basketball player, but she's an unbelievable young lady, uh, great student, pre-med track. Uh, so definitely wants to uh, go uh, that route as well. And so Rice was really just the perfect fit for her. Um, and she was a perfect fit for us. How many uh, years of eligibility would she have at Rice? She'll have two. Okay. She'll have two. So that's exciting. Uh, you know, there, I know there's a lot of one-year transfers out there, uh, but those, those are always hard. Uh, it's hard to, you know, get them acclimated to not only the school, but the program, uh, to their teammates, and, and to be able to find a rhythm uh, within one year is sometimes hard. So really excited that Susie has uh, two years of eligibility. And who are other players you're bringing in to uh, this incoming class? Uh, we have one more uh, transfer that has not been able to be officially announced, waiting on the paperwork of that to be done. So really excited about what she'll bring to the uh, team. Uh, we also signed uh, two freshmen, uh, one out of um, San Antonio, uh, Layla Conley, uh, just a really dynamic combo guard um, ability to get downhill, but also shoot the three. So excited about her. Um, and then we also have Pace Rickard. Um, she's bounced around quite a bit as far as where she lives because of her uh, dad's job, but uh, spent some time in Austin, spent some time in Michigan. Um, her uh, grandfather actually went to uh, Rice and played football here. Her grandmother went here as well. So a little bit of a legacy there, which I think is really cool. Uh, but she is, uh, she's got a, she's, you know, got great handles. Um, she's a good shooter. Um, so we're really excited about the pieces that we're um, bringing in with them as well. How has recruiting changed for you in just your short time at Rice? Yeah, I think, again, you, when I took the job, I was like, okay, Conference USA, Conference USA. Uh, and now we are going to the American, and it's really exciting, um, but it's a bigger and, and better and stronger conference. Uh, and so we need to make sure that we're getting a next-level type of player uh, that can help us compete uh, in that competitive conference. South Florida has uh, you know, been pretty dominant in it, um, especially after UConn left. Um, so they're, they set the bar really high. And so us to be able to compete with them, we got to make sure we're getting the right pieces, uh, in order to be able to do that. So I think we can, I think we can go after a different caliber kid now, uh, American being, uh, that power six, as they like to refer themselves to They're that next best conference, uh, you know, that we're going to be able to be on uh, linear TV every game, uh, which is amazing for us. Um, so that's another selling feature that we can give. Uh, to our players and to our recruits. 
but also uh, the the fact that it can be a multi-bid league uh, is really, really exciting, and, and people want to play in the NCAA tournament. And so I think those selling features are allowing us to be in conversations with kids that, you know, maybe when I first got here, we couldn't be. Um, you know, so I, I'm really excited about what American brings to us recruiting-wise. How quickly did you shift in your recruiting pitch to kids from Carmichael USA to the American? As soon as Joe told me it was a possibility, I was like, let me start talking about this. Hey, this is, might be working. This might be happening. This might be happening this year. It might be happening next year because some of that was obviously with um, not knowing when Houston and uh, Central Florida and Cincy were going to be into the conference, into Big 12. So uh, we weren't sure of that. But as soon as he mentioned it to me, I was like, we got to start selling it. We got to start selling it to recruits um, and hope that it happens sooner rather than later since we're talking about it now. (laughs) As far as you know, is there any plan of, I don't know, a promotion celebration on July 1st of Rice joining the American? You know what? That's a great question. I, I don't know if there's anything in particular happening on July 1st. I think that's a great idea. Maybe I need to pitch it to administration. So uh, I'm not sure. Uh, there's a lot of excitement around campus. We've been doing some coaches caravans over the last couple of weeks. I was in D.C. Uh, the, a group went to Dallas. Uh, I went to uh, Austin last night. Uh, there's a couple more coming up in Katy uh, and in um, the Woodlands. Uh, and so there's a lot of buzz. There's a lot of excitement. Last night in Austin was tremendous. There were so many alumni there. Uh, and it was it was it was a great uh, night to talk about the excitement of us moving into America. And so I can imagine there's something in the works, but uh, I haven't been informed of it yet. But it definitely should be. Overall, in, in addition to South Florida, what other who are other teams in the American to watch out for for rights to compete against? Yeah, I, again, I think it's a just a great league. Um, I think what a lot of us are, we, we're really excited about competing against the SMUs, the Tulanes, the Tulsas. Um, there's a familiarity there. Um, our student athletes probably know people uh, that are at those universities or our regular student body population probably knows students that are at those universities. And I think uh, I think that is really exciting. So I'm, I'm excited about that, obviously. Um, I think the teams that are going in from Conference USA are really, really great teams. I mean, they're competitive. Um, and obviously with Charlotte winning a conference championship, not this season, but the season before, they're a great program. I think Karen has UTSA rolling, uh, and she's gotten some studs out of the portal as well. Um, and so they're going to, I think, come in and, and be able to compete right away. I think we're going to be able to come in and, and compete. Uh, Memphis is definitely going through a coaching change, but, I mean, they had a tremendous year uh, this year as well. And East Carolina, I mean, goodness, to, to be picked at the bottom of the conference and then be in the championship game and then win the championship game to be able to get into the NCAA tournament. I've known Kim for a really, really long time, uh, and so I, I think the world of her, and so I know she does a heck of a job. Um, so again, I, you know, we're, we're coming in and, and not knowing a lot about any of the opponents other than like watching them from afar. Uh, and so I think, you know, it's going to be a great competition every single night, no matter who we're playing against, uh, there's gonna be a big challenge and we're going to have to be ready to step up to it and, uh, play the best basketball we can and, and hope that we can compete, uh, to fall where we want to fall in the conference. And how will the move to the American impact your non-conference schedule? Yeah, so I mean, we're we challenged ourselves this past season, uh, and we're uh, we're doing it again this year. I mean, we're going to be at TCU, 
We're going to be at Houston. We're going to be at Stephen F. Austin. Uh, we're going to Abilene Christian. Um, we have Georgia Tech coming to our place. And so, I mean, we, we've, we've put some heavy hitters on there. We want to prime ourselves uh, to potentially be an at-large team uh, if we can. So uh, we don't have a lot of quad four games. We don't have a lot of – we only have a couple of quad threes. Uh, because of some of them are on the road, they fall into quad one. So we have quad ones, quad twos, um, a couple of quad threes, I think maybe one or two quad fours. Um, so again, it's, it's going to be a challenging schedule for us. Um, but I think it's going to help promise and to be ready for the American. With more of the emphasis on the net, how is that impacted? When you schedule for non-conference, do you start, yeah, like philosophy? Okay. We need X amount of, quad one x amount of etc yeah you know what actually american uh, has a breakdown for us to go by and so if we are um expected to be in like the you know top half uh they want you scheduling this way with so many quad ones so many quad twos so many quad threes less than this amount of quad fours um if you are you know somewhere in the middle of the pack then this is a different scenario and if you feel like you're in like a rebuilding season um, then they expect you to follow like this guideline, certain guidelines. So we, we primed ourselves. We're, we're to be pretty much, uh, in that middle of the pack. We didn't, we didn't do the rebuilding model. Um, so we put ourselves again, I, I mean, we put ourselves in that schedule to, to be in the middle of the pack, uh, as far as the scheduling of non-conference goes, uh, our aspirations are to finish higher than middle of the pack, but, uh, we weren't sure that we were ready for, uh, as many quad ones as um, the top tier uh, of the American schedule format was. So um, I'm excited about it. I'm excited about uh, the opportunities to, to play at a really high level against some great competition, both on the road uh, and at home. In terms of recruiting, are you and the staff, is it difficult to balance between tr transfers and still high school seniors and not having too many of one or the other? Yeah, you know, I, I think we really want to um, we really want to still recruit high school really hard. Uh, I think we had a lot of success this season by having six freshmen and they're only going to be better uh, next year. And so I think uh, building up your program, building up your culture uh, with, you know, freshmen being what you primarily focus on. We're sprinkling in a, a transfer here and there. We've been really fortunate. I mean, other than when I first took over, um, no one's went into the portal. Uh, and so we haven't lost uh, student athletes. And I think a lot of that is because the Rice degree means a lot to these young ladies uh, and their parents. And so they, they come here for basketball at a high level, but they come here for high level academics as well. And, and they don't want to typically walk away from that. I also think we're building a really great culture and, and that makes People want to like stick around and, and be here and be a part of it. So I think we'll always recruit really heavy uh, in high school seniors uh, and hope to always sign, um, you know, three, two to four, depending upon what our um, needs are for that year and maybe sprinkle in a transfer or two. Uh, but, you know, I, I see some programs around the country that are I already signed like six or seven out of the portal and more power to them. It, that's what works for them. But I'm just not sure that it would work for us. Um, there's a lot of um, kind of rules around, you know, what we can get out of the transfer portal that makes our pool a, a lot smaller um, as far as what Rice will accept in. 
uh, graduates need to have multiple years to be able to finish degrees because we don't have a, a lot of one-year programs. And so having graduates with two years is easier right now while there's COVID year kids out there, but that's going to be ending pretty soon too. So I think, again, we just need to continue to, to build it up um, and build our players up and our um, team up with freshmen. Look back on this season. How would you assess the season overall? What did you learn? What did you like, didn't like? Yeah, you know what? If you would have told me before the season started we were going to be 23-9, and nine, I would have said sign me up. Uh, you know, sign me up. And uh, we had a tremendous year. It was wonderful. 9-0 and uh, start, first time in program history that's been done with the win at Texas A&M, the win against TCU, the double overtime thriller against uh, Houston, where Destiny Jackson scores 33 points, the most in program history since 2010. Like, it was phenomenal. Uh, and then we – we got into conference and we're still we were still a really young team and I don't think a lot of people want to say that because we had some seniors on the roster but um, a lot of those seniors my first year was the first time they had played valuable minutes that they had played in those tight games Uh, and so I think when when we didn't face adversity in the non-conference we faced adversity in conference and we were like oh what do we do now like oh we lost like how do we recover Um, And so we hit like a little bit of a skid that I would have loved for us not to hit. Um, But we regrouped and we figured it out and we got ourselves back rolling again. We finished third in the conference with, I don't know, a half a game back from being able to finish second in the conference. Um, And so to go to the postseason tournament in the WNIT and and to get a win on the road against a very, very good BYU team. um, We just, we had a tough road. You go on the road at BYU. That was tough. But then you go to Oregon. Like that was really, really hard matchup. So uh, I just, you know, really, really proud of where we are um, in just our second year. Um, But you know, the coach of me is always like, man, we could have been, we could have been 27 and five or, you know, something. So we could have won a lot more games. Uh, and, and so that's where I want us to grow. I want us to continue to get better. That's the competitive edge that I have. I, I, I love to win. I hate to lose. Uh, but the players do as well. Uh, and they know we let a few slip away um, that we could have probably won. Uh, and, so I think that makes us uh, hungry for this season uh, to kind of bounce, bounce back and uh, see what damage we can do in this new conference. What areas of improvement have you already had your, your one-on-ones for your returning players and say, okay, this is what we'd like you to work on for this summer? Yeah, for sure. Uh, we've, we've had end-of-the-year meetings. All of them went really well. I, I think a lot of us are on the same page, same page of between myself, their position coach, and, and those players on – these are the things you do really well. These are the things you need to, to grow in. And, and so we did evaluations on them, um, but uh, we had our players, you know, write up goals for themselves for the summer and for next season and the things that they want to work on. And uh, we, again, we were, we were all on the same page uh, in, in most of those categories. And so uh, we wanted just to continue to get better at uh, our ability to consistently shoot the ball. We want to get better at playing fast. We can always get better at that. Um, and, uh, again, I just think uh, there's some defensive things that we can work on as well uh, and how we want to mix things up a little bit more going into the American uh, with defense. So uh, I'm excited about it. I'm excited about having the team back on on June 12th. Uh, right now we all need a little bit of a break, and so everybody is going to enjoy probably about six weeks of, of downtime. Uh, but then June 12th everybody gets here, and it's uh, time to get rocking and rolling for, for next season. 
Where have you and the staff gone so far or are going for recruiting this month? Yeah, so last weekend I was in Dallas all weekend. Um, and then Coach Keevy was at Under Armour in Pennsylvania. Nick and Danny uh, were both in Hampton, Virginia at Boo Williams. So that's where we were last weekend. Uh, we have another recruiting weekend coming up in May. Uh, we'll be covering College Station because Adidas is going to be there. We'll be covering Dallas. Uh, there's Clash of the Clubs, which is always a big tournament. Uh, Nike's making it hard on us. They're spreading out to like four or five different sites. So got to figure out what we're going to cover. Uh, Dallas being one, so we'll definitely be there for Dallas. But uh, then there's Birmingham. There's four. There's Birmingham, Iowa, and Phoenix. So we probably can't cover all of those. Got to figure out uh, which couple of those we can cover. But uh, yeah, so we'll we'll be bouncing around and making sure that we're seeing um, 24 recruiting is going really, really well. We have a couple of official visits coming in, uh, and, and we really, really like where we're sitting with a couple of 24s. And, and so that class could be wrapped up pretty soon, uh, which is exciting, and then we can move forward to, to looking at 2025s. What are your thoughts on NIL and its impact in women's college basketball? Yeah, you know, um, I think a lot of people have a lot of opinions about it. Um, and while some people may not like it uh, and some people may love it, uh, it's the nature of, of what's going on and it's what's happening. Uh, and, you know, we, you have to adapt. You have to adapt to the times uh, and you have to figure out ways to uh, make yourself either like it or uh, make yourself figure out how to at least sell it. Right. So, um, you know, we've not been asked a ton of questions about NIL. Uh, some of our young ladies are definitely doing some th stuff through their open doors accounts. Um you know, different things here and there. Uh, and so I think it's those are wonderful opportunities. Uh, the collective just started for football. And, and so hopefully we can start to figure out how that can trickle down uh, to other sports as well. Um, so again, we're, we're growing, we're evolving, we're trying to like figure it out as we go. But um, it hasn't came up too much, uh, again, in, in our side of it and where we're at at Rice. I know it happens all over the country. And there's people that are in the transfer portals to see how much more money they can get at other NILs or, or whatever. But uh, it hasn't been a primary focus of any of the current ladies we have on our roster um, or uh, the recruits that we are re currently recruiting. One last thing. You mentioned the coach's caravan. Any more of those uh, for foreseeable future? Yeah, um, they're, the group is the group is going to Katy uh, and Woodlands uh, in a couple of weeks, which is actually falls on our recruiting shutdown. Uh, so my family and I are going to be on vacation uh, because the shutdown is a great time for me to get away and not feel bad if I'm not on my phone. Uh, and so the family and I are going to take a vacation uh, the second week of May. But uh, I'm sure a lot of the other coaches will be at Katy uh, and in the Woodlands um, during that time frame. So those are definitely close by. Okay. Coach Edmonds, Lindsey Edmonds, Rice Isles Women's Basketball Coach, thank you once again for taking time to talk to me. And uh, I'm sure we'll speak in the next few weeks of the summer before the season starts. Okay. Awesome. Thank oh, you Coach, so much one, for having me. One yeah. last thing, of course. Yeah. If you hear about or Rice does decide to do something around July 1st, on the oh, American, yeah. please let me yeah. know. I'll definitely let you know. That'd be awesome. Uh, I hope we can get something going. I'm gonna I'm gonna go talk to administration about that right now. <laughs> All right, great. Awesome. Thanks a lot, Coach. Have, Take have care. a great day. Thank you again. You're welcome. Bye bye. Bye bye.